Martin. Jacqueline. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So uh, Andy and I have been traveling. We're on sort of a working vacation here. And right. um, you, you pretty are, great. Uh, we went I? to Albany, Albany, New York, where yeah. we got to see the, the, the actual garage. That's incredible. Did you guys yes. get out and look and see? This is that garage. The house my great grandfather built was torn down, but the he had like a massive, massive series of garages because he put the whole family on the street. Like it just looked, like they, tons it, of they look like they look like more like like carriage houses than just garages. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, yeah, grimy, yeah, what, yeah, whatever it, you would be building in in the. Uh, 1910s or 1900s something uh, like that those would be garages i suppose yeah. yeah so and they were and it was huge it was like a big three because remember the last time i was in albany was probably five years ago opening for maria at the albany mm-hmm. funny bone right and um we could I, we, I didn't have a car so i just found a picture of it and andy uh photoshopped my face in front of it but it was a different season you were excited about it until you were like Till- hey this is spring and you're there in winter. And yeah. then this no, time. I didn't there. figure that out. I believed you. Okay. I believed <laughs> you. I didn't think that you would lie to me like that, but you did. I did. <laughs> I did. But this was, time was different. You're telling me. This time me? was different. Yes. And we did not get out of the car because one of the neighbors was staring at us very, very sternly. I told you it might be not a good neighborhood because they clearly, they bisected that street with a with a freeway so they right whatever they did ruin, destroyed whatever neighborhood that was in yeah, albany yeah it's uh it's historically what they did back in the 19 uh late 1940s and through the 60s to uh to essentially break up black neighborhoods all over this great land of ours right and uh and, and, to, and to separate them and so but it was uh an older black man and an adorable tiny dog that he had let out as he glared at us <laughs> and that dog peed, and then that dog went back inside, and they were adorable. All right. Uh, well, so. I wonder because my my uncle Jack, when I was reading uh, like some things that he had uh, he had recorded a long time ago and transcribed, and we, he and my dad were having a conversation. I wish we could find the audio for that, but whatever. Yeah. We have the transcription, and he was saying that he, he my uncle Jack, and his cousin Jerry. Uh, so I think they're both JFKs. Had. Um, had like had drawn their initials in concrete either uh, like on the driveway that their you know, great grandfather yeah. or grandfather just laid down, but they got busted. What I'm saying is they got in trouble, and I was wondering if it was still there. Right, but, right. Uh, we, we didn't, we get, didn't out. get out to see that, and mm-hmm. um, we did do a lot of driving around. We got to see Albany, New York is gorgeous. Quite honestly, there's a lot it's of parks and so wetlands. Old. And- yes, it's uh, yeah, it's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I haven't been there. I've only read like a couple of William Kennedy books. I'd love to go there. Love to be booked. Yes. As Hello, always. Albany, Albany Funny Bone. Uh, I remember, and this was five years ago, I was looking through my, uh, and I found the card for the manager who gave mm-hmm. it to me. She was like, you know, if you ever want to do an off night, I can book that. And I was like, 
it's a fortune to come here, but I will keep this card. And Jackie, and, you aren't an off-night comic. I'm sorry. Uh, right. You're, I would like you're to an on-night comic. I would like to come just for a weekend where everybody has agreed that I do stand-up comedy for a living. Thank and that you. would be ideal. Yes, <laughs> so, yes thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you very much. And then we, uh, because we were up visiting uh, my old friend Joe Wilson and his wife Kathy in Albany, we we timed it right so that we could come to this wedding on Cape Cod. So we came to Cape Cod. We've been staying in Yarmouth and we got here on Thursday. So the wedding was yesterday. The wedding breakfast was today. Yeah. And um, we have been to museums. We have been to monuments. We have been to beaches. We have been to restaurants. Uh, hello, Massachusetts. I'm ready for a piece of chicken. I've had a lot of seafood is what I'm saying. <laughs> I have had a lot of fish. Uh, maybe just a piece of chicken. So, um, but we did. We went to uh, a pirate museum in Yarmouth, which is oh, the nice. only, it was, it's the only pirate ship that's ever been discovered uh, intact with its treasure right off the coast of Cape Cod. Oh. And... And it's in a museum that looks really dumb from the outside and is incredible. It's much better th- than it has any right to be on the inside. It was fantastic. I forgot the pirates are real because it reminded me of when I took my son to the Leprechaun Museum in Dublin, <laughs> Ireland. And it was just a series of oversized furniture uh, to scale for leprechauns like yeah this is nothing like the leprechaun museum (laughs) in ireland it's the stupidest thing we've ever done he had a good time that's all that matters well and the thing is is we also went to the edward gory museum uh i've heard that name but i he's the cartoonist guy you would know his artist if if you saw him and um he's very dark he does like sort of a he does a a, what is the abc's with with dead children it's actually what? very dark oh my god this sounds right up my alley it's uh, so i need to investigate okay. old new yorker stuff yes oh okay cool that's what i said yep andy's uh i'm getting uh some peanut gallery over here <laughs> <laughs> from andy ashcraft he's like edward gory and i said i take it you're listening to every 17th word <laughs> <laughs> That's how people listen to this podcast. Guys, don't break up on the podcast, please. <laughs> We're about to have our first fight. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> watch it happen. Um, yeah, so we went to that museum, and then we went and saw the monument in Provincetown. I, I showed him the hot dog stand that I used to work at. I oh. showed him places where I've thrown up. It was all very, uh, very glamorous, a dr- little drunk log geographic. And, um, and we drove around, and it's been lovely. That sounds nice. Did you get a spot any place? No, no, I have not gone up in for, I guess, a week. Holy smokes. And I'm about to go on the road with Brian Regan. So I cannot tell you uh, how much I would like to go. I mean, I don't yeah, know you want to do a couple warm ups, I'm sure you will. Um, yeah. That's cool. I, uh, I, I did shows this week. I had a I had a show on Wednesday at Largo opening for Gary Goldman. Oh, that's right. How was that? It was, was amazing. So good. Yeah. For he yeah. did he did a really long set, but it was really great material. Um and he he's talking about stuff that's happening in comedy. I okay. mean, I was like can all ears, you know, like yes. this is of particular interest to me. And uh he's such a great writer and and uh he he just he he will take a bit way out you know to 
to mm-hmm. its conclusion and then circle around. And it's really, um, it's really it, amazing to watch. I hadn't, I hadn't watched him do a long set. I don't know, maybe ever. I've just seen right. him at when he's doing spots, if I'm on the same room in the room or just, you know, watching his Conan or whatever, mm-hmm. his stuff, of course, his special I've seen the great depression, but, um, it was really great. Great. And, uh, was the room pretty full? It was very full. Yeah. Good. Um, and, uh, I did, that's the thing. Oh, why I brought this up, I guess, is like, I had taken two weeks off. Obviously I didn't seek stage time in Barcelona. Right. Um, and, uh, uh, so I felt a little wobbly, you know, Mm -hmm. I did a couple spots like on Monday or excuse me, Saturday and Monday, I think I forget. I, I had a couple spots, but I still felt wobbly. Um, but it was, I think I, I, my 30 plus years of experience maybe helped cover my ass, but you know, I was (laughs) inside my head. I'm like, um, I don't know if I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, I'm in Boston. I'm going to try to find some sets before I open for Brian. Yeah. Cause they're, they're only 15 to twenties. But, uh, but I have not done stand up in over a week. So are you staying out there to open for Brian? Yeah. Oh, yeah. is Andy staying with you that you guys? Just... No, no, he's got to go okay. home. He's going okay. home on Tuesday. Um, tomorrow we drive to Boston, and um, we're staying at a uh, another hotel out by the airport. And then he flies home on Tuesday, and then I stay out at the airport another day. And then on Wednesday, I switch over to Brian's uh, hotel, and then I do three nights with uh, Brian Regan. Are they all in one location? Nope it's a, it's like Medford, Mass, Red something. Red Banks, New Jersey. Yeah, Red and, Bank, New uh, Jersey. Yeah. Red Bank, New Jersey, and 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 then New Hampshire, a place in New Hampshire. Oh, nice. So um looking forward to seeing his. I haven't worked with him in, you know, probably a year or yeah. the last time I worked with him, it was it was like I think it was his high school, it was a high school benefit in Florida. Yeah. And it was probably a year ago or six months ago. And uh so I'm looking forward to to seeing him in front in his element as sure. opposed to Oh, right. A weird hard rock cafe. Oh, that's right. I remember yeah. that gig. Yeah. Yeah, that gig was weird. So I got a drunk log. Uh, I got a drunk uh, dial from Doug Stanhope two nights ago. Hello. They always end the same. They always end with, I don't know why I call you drunk, because you're my moral compass, Cation. That's why. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how did that happen? How did, how did that occur? I don't know. What to tell you. And I just saw his, his tweet where he, I think him and his fiance, uh, threw up all over their hotel room. According oh, to his tweet. bingo. I think bingo. Yeah. I think it's bingo. okay. And, um, I are they okay? Or, or was it, well, he, uh, he, because he was, he was building a $20, he was building a $20 person in the bed. Wait, as, what? Because they threw up all over the room. They trashed the room. Okay. Were, are they sipping or were they, they just um they they threw up because of, of of excessive use of drugs and alcohol is, gotcha. was the, was the right. implication all right okay. <laughs> yes. okay. the implication was that it was not because of uh yeah okay. it wasn't yeah and uh but he was uh he was tipping big because uh whoever had to clean that room was gonna have to do it it looked like a little over four hundred dollars oh my god <laughs> yeah in 20s i don't know how much would be enough of a tip to clean up other people's vomit i don't i don't know well since they have to do it in any case that mm-hmm. 400 bucks i think will come in handy okay yeah yeah so i mean that's the sad thing about 
working those gigs. Yeah. You have to clean it up anyway. So whether or not they tip you or not. So what would be yeah. ideal is if those guys didn't get so sick that they threw up everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I was, uh, and this is just a tip for any comic that likes to party, uh, they, they have these little vomit bags that I got, uh, from the hospital when I had my breast reduction, I still have three of them and you, you, any alcoholic is more than welcome to them if they want, <laughs> but I, I might need them. I might get sick one day, but they're, they're very compact. They're like little discs and you throw up into them and then, uh, a baggie, you know, <laughs> extends, but they're, they're purple. They're kind of attractive. Like they don't look like air, airline vomit bags. They look like, some funky, some funky purple plastic disc that you're keeping in a secret place. So, right, right, like, like it might be the giantest, uh, one of those today cups. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, that's a reference. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Doug left some message about Amber Heard. Mm. Uh, that's what he was talking to me about, about how about the case and stuff. And I was like, who is she again? So I had to Google who the hell she was, and she's that Johnny Depp. Oh, I know who she is. Yeah, yeah you mm -hmm. would know. But uh, I was like, and so I just left him a message going, they both sound like a terrible, terrible waste of humanity. It sounds like they're both a mess. Well, and... I think he's friends with Depp. So. Uh... Oh, weird. Yeah. That actually, <laughs> yeah. from what Seattle? I've heard of how Johnny Depp parties. Yeah, <laughs> but he sense. used to be friends with Alec, Alex Jones. Like he, he has a weakness for terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then I get the call going, you're my one terrible, per non-terrible person that I know. What do you think of this person? I'm like, well, why don't you stop hanging out with them? Why don't you, why don't you go over to your pal Jimmy's house? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I had to dip, dip into that uh, a little more than I wanted to because uh, my son, of course, watches uh, YouTube videos and I had posted about this, and so this is a good way into it, where he basically listens to straight white males. Mm -hmm. As far as I can tell, they're straight. They have yep. the, the arrogance and the attitude of, <laughs> of straight guys. Kyle, no offense. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> but talking directly to camera, very opinionated on everything. And Johnny Depp was abused. And it's just, it's all this, like, uh, I believe in this opinion. And there's no cracks in my confidence. And I don't offer any other uh, possible point of view or uh, any other possible opinion. And, he's, and, and, and your son is not looking for, for where to get his politics he's literally looking for some anime thing right like he wants to hear no, well, them talk it, well, about yeah, other they, things they right? talk about movies and stuff like that so he likes that but they slip all this other stuff in too mm -hmm. yeah he's not what he's not like dang i wish mcneil lehrer was still on no he's <laughs> but, uh, but i mean it's you know these boys they're looking these guys are a little bit older than them and they have the kind of confidence in what they're saying that i'm sure any sort of young person wants to have and what mm. they're saying and uh and it's and i'm getting sick of it because now that he's home for summer all, all i hear is these guys blaring from the television because he watches youtube on the tv right. and i'm like giving oh, flashbacks you... to your mom uh because no, remember because when your mom she... would listen to the yeah, she used headphones she has uh, headphones. Yeah. Right, right. And she was just, it was just radio. She didn't know how to use you. Like if she tried YouTube, she would screw her phone up. And then I, then I would take like 10 hours to help her. So she'd watch Outlander. So it actually was okay. <laughs> uh, but no, he, he's like very uh, interested in what they're saying, you know, and, and 
uh, I'm just like, you're only getting one kind of thinking and it's oppressive. It's oppressive for me to hear, like, just if I'm in the kitchen. Right. So I'm sure I, at, as you hear it, you've got to like turn around and come back into the room and going, nope. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So with the Amber Heard thing, my son was spouting these like views about her that I'm like, uh, no. All right. So now right. I got to jump in if I can you know, become a semi-expert on this to deprogram him. Yep. And then it's another female comic uh, who's got a, a, a 14 year old was DMing me that her, that her daughter was getting a lot of like, you know, you're just like two clicks away from, from uh, some alt-right recruiters, you know, if you, yeah. if you start clicking away on stuff. And uh, so she, she has to do this to her daughter as well. Like kind of go, what, what did, what did you hear? What are you hearing? And no, that's not correct. No. So you have to become like a mini expert on shit. You'd rather not pay attention to just right. to deprogram your children. Um, so anyway, I had posted on Twitter um, uh, and off of a, a couple other moms on Twitter had, had said stuff like this about their teenagers being sort of recruited. And, um, uh, Julie Bush, who's a screenwriter I follow was like just retweeting all of it. Uh So, um, uh, I, I, I asked, is there any sort of female YouTuber and, Mm -hmm. and not to, you know, discount, you know, like anybody else, but I'm thinking like who, who speaks the way these men do, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a woman. I just want him to hear, cause he seems to like someone talking straight to camera, very definitively about their opinions. That's what he seems to be into, not interviews or anything like that. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And not game shows, just. No, it just wants a pure, it, that seems to be what he watches in men. So I, I, I keep, cause I keep saying to him, do you ever listen to any women talk at all? You just hear men and you know, he's, uh, uh, you know, he has no interest in seeking one out and I haven't been able to find them. So then I got a massive list. I don't know who exactly fits the criteria, but, yeah. um, Jackie, I know I could tell you're, you're yaying me and incredibly bored. Oh and, my God. Well, what I'm doing is, is I'm looking, she's like I'm looking I down. For that one. What? Did you I, see it? I felt for that. I thought she was listening earnestly. I am listening earnestly, but I'm no, also she's looking- not. What did I, I say? What are the last five sentences I said? Start to finish. No paraphrasing. <laughs> no paraphrasing. I can't remember the last five sentences I said. Much. Less oh yeah. Two. Oh the old yeah. I have dementia excuse. Uh huh. Right. I don't know if you know this about my entire family. We've been using dementia as an excuse. <laughs> Generations. Just you updated it with. You're like, oh, I got that face thing. I don't know who you are. No, Jackie, you just don't know who they are. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a great way to get free shoes. Anyway, <laughs> so my father gets free shoes. He's got dementia, but he All doesn't. Right. He okay. Doesn't. Okay. Anyway, so, but yeah, so there's, but there, there are, like, there are straight white guys who are not horrible. Like, it'd be nice to get them into those guys too. You know. Um. You know what? We we got a lot of straight white guys. I don't yeah, need to right. add more to the fucking playlist in my house. All right. I like right, some right. women or some gay people that uh, are, aren't just like, uh, you know, two steps away from the alt right. Like, I feel like yeah. half the guys he watches on YouTube are one crypto crash away from full Nazi. And, um, you know, they, <laughs> they it kind of disturbs yeah. me. Right, right, right. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... So Patton had a Patton Oswald had a really good suggestion that a lot of people weighed in on, and then okay. a couple others that I was looking at. I was like, okay, this is 
Plus, you know, my kid is making a comic book or, you know, like yeah. a thing. I'm like, so I, I, I'm, I'm already like, this is going to help you write women. Okay. You need to listen to other points of view if you're going to write these people. So, yeah. I don't know. So if the dork forest was more just me going moon Knight is fantastic or Ms. Mark, you know, then he might watch the dork forest. Is that what mm-hmm. you're saying? Mm-hmm. But because it's a panel show, he's not, he's not very little interest in that. I don't, I don't know. All I'm saying is that if I could find a version of what he watches white guys do from mm-hmm. somebody else, I think that there'd be a higher chance of him actually being interested in it because it's kind of the same thing, you know? Right. But Andy's, you know, ethics and video games is, um, is pretty, might, might be of interest to him too, just because they just, they just talk about video games and, and then ethics and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but who knows? But he'll, yeah, but I think you're right to try to find him something else. Just if only for your own sanity, you're like, I, I, I don't want to wait till you're 35 for you to figure out that what you're hearing are these just poser dudes, blowhards. Right. I mean, yeah. and, you know, thankfully he, I mean, I, he uh, identify, doesn't identify as being white. Right. Yeah, so right. he is a little off to the side. You know, he's, he's not going to be lured in by, I don't know. I just, you know, you could still get a lot of sexist, um, thinking, you know, planted in your brain, mm-hmm. uh, from even if you try to be, or are, are aware that you don't fit in the white male mold, but you know, it, it could still exist. I mean, who's the guy, Nick Fuentes is a broad boy. Like, you know, it, it yeah. not, not that yeah. my son is in, in no way. It, I well, just, but I you just don't even these want guys to talking. lean that way. No, yeah. I don't. And I see yeah. these guys talking unchallenged, of course, because they're only talking direct to camera. So no one's even going, really? So that's what he's seeing is this unchallenged opinion for 20 minutes a day. You know, this one guy makes a video almost every single day about movies, but then he comments about current events as well. And it's almost, it's like the daily show, but not funny, right. <laughs> you know, but this person's making a shitload of money. You know, that's sure. the other thing they're, they're making so much money, just kind of saying these not well thought out opinions. Um, well, and there's a lot of like, like a lot, I guess, you know, there's, there's been a lot of blowback from star Wars and, and Marvel having, um, yeah. having issues where, um, they're they're actually trying to address sort of social issues right and right, right. so some of the fans are like we don't need to hear this woke and you're like you don't even know where that i know is. and my Stop son talking. has echoed some of those sentiments and i'm like are you insane and so then i have to spend a lot of time talking to him and then going and you are hispanic where where is there any representative of you anywhere in all this stuff from you know 30 years ago so so it's important that you know you got to watch spider-man whatever the the one with the that's a cartoon with miles like you get you get something in it it kind of does mean something so when it's a woman you know like ms marvel or whatever like that's important to people Okay. And so you can't just dismiss it because it's annoying to this dude you listen to. And, and so much anime is literally, I mean, I haven't watched as much as you have and certainly not as much as he has, but, uh, as from what I could tell from most anime, it seems to be a lot about social issues, you know, like they farm in, 
I mean, granted, a lot of it seems to be about friendship, but there's there's a, there's a lot of social issues that are brought in tangentially, uh, whether it's anti-war. Or, oh yeah, I mean, Attack on Titan is is so anti-war. It's it's, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah. So no, I mean. So I no one should like, be surprised. Yeah. No, there's, but then, and that anime is a different thing. I'm, I, I guess we were talking about Star Wars and movies and all that kind yeah. of stuff. There's just like, well, uh, thoughts need to be challenged. That's all I'm saying. Right. For sure. And if I don't, if I, if I don't, cha- if I don't you know, jump in and go, I, I disagree with that guy. You know, I do that a lot. And then he, and then my son sees a different point of view and he goes, oh, okay. You know, like it, it is a discussion that he's willing, mm-hmm. that he will have openly and is fine with and stuff. But I, I can't always hover around these idiots, you know, right. that right. these dumb, dumb things. And uh, I would just love it if my son had um, just a voice he actually enjoyed. It didn't feel like homework from mom. But somebody right. that he liked that was yeah. a, a female on on. And now you have a list, right? Now you got a list of suggestions that you're going to give a shot, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Yep, yep. yep, yep. And, he, and he may like him. He might. He might like it a lot. I hope so. I'll, I'll sit and watch with him. So you know, he likes to watch things with me. So I always, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, whenever this his top three come on, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> I can't take it. But I, I don't want to be, you know, uh, and yeah, I don't want to be like. Um, uh, take it in your room, you know, right? Because right. That now he's totally isolated. So it, it, you know, it plays on the TV where everyone can hear it. I can hear it, and then I can jump in if. And you should. To. And you have to know. You have yeah. to know the stuff coming in. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he, uh, his entire life has been a child, and so uh, he should not mm-hmm. be left to just be the sponge. Yeah, you gotta, right, right, you, right. you gotta be there. And I, I remember, and this is lateral and not and just comparable but uh with my nephews and nieces i would try to read whatever they were reading yeah so that i could talk i would have conversations because i didn't want to talk to them about whatever tv they were watching i mean i think yeah my niece emma was always watching digimon which i asked oh my god (laughs) my son loves digimon i said what is digimon she said poor man's pokemon we don't have cable (laughs) and uh and so i was like i don't want to watch that so uh, I was like, what are you reading? And she's like, I'm reading Redwall. And it took me forever to read Redwall. And uh, but if I read if I read the books that they were reading, I ended up reading, I think, like must have been six Star Wars novels when my nephew Salmon was reading Star Wars novels. That was brutal. The Dragonland series. I think I read all 14 of them and the first nine were OK. But I mean, oh eventually gosh. it's just like they're painful and you're like, please, please read something else. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I read crap, too. So, you know, but you it's nice to get us another. So good work on the parenting, I guess, is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Because <laughs> other people well, like it's it's tiresome, you know, it is tiresome. Yeah. Other people are just like, whatever, go try not to get into porn too bad. And, <laughs> and that's literally what some parents will be like. So and you are like, nope, I am going to sit here and watch this dumb dumb uh spout nonsense and- yeah i mean and i think we, we so, so all these parents were home with their kids so you actually became unless you have a different wing of a house that that your child is <laughs> you became right. quite aware of what they what they like to watch because uh everyone was stuck in the same house you know the same mm-hmm. four walls together so it is true um 
My mother-in-law likes Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless, which is, uh, but she's in her 70s, so I take that as a cue. Put some headphones on and go into my room and uh, and read a book. Who's with, uh, your, who's with uh, your ML? Andy's, uh, Andy's cousin. Okay. Andy's cousin, uh, her nephew uh is staying uh him and his husband are staying with them till andy gets back that's kind of mm -hmm. nice that's she's been nice. to the farmer's market did they live she's nearby baked. san francisco they came okay. down oh that's yeah. very sweet that's very very nice. yeah very nice and uh and we have had we've 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 driven around we've stayed at hampton inns my life is it's been pretty great week quite honestly i've had a lovely sounds nice week. no stress yeah. i know you want to do a set but also it's nice to just go I'm not going to try to hustle up a spot and I'm just going to hang out with my husband and see yeah. sites and stuff like that. That must be nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in Boston Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, and I might try to see if I can, what, what, what could be done, you know, mm -hmm. but, um, but, other but that's than that, a more of a business town. I mean, you know, yeah, with this that's other a stuff, big deal. You were home for, you were, you were, had events and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was more just personal life. Mm -hmm. So very glamorous. And, uh, it's been pretty, it's been pretty good. I've, uh, I don't have, uh, where, where are we at here, Kyle? We are just at a half hour. Well, let's mm -hmm. do, let's do a break. Hello, I'm a stuffy dowager countess. Travis? I'm judging everybody's manners. Oh, no. Trainers isn't judgy. It's about teaching you to be your best self and be a little more confident when you enter social situations that you don't understand and maybe also teach you a little bit about history you didn't know or give you interesting things to talk about at parties. Yeah, like The Secret Life of Emily Post. Or like why wristwatches are the way that they are. We can talk about table manners from the Victorian era. Sure, or what it's like to attend a Regency Ball. Yeah. Uh, you can find all that and more if you listen to Schmanners on Maximum Fun or wherever your podcasts come from, I guess. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? Hey, Jackie Cation here. I don't have any kids, but let me tell you something about our new sponsor, which is diapers. Uh, it's, a, it's a hypoallergenic diaper. And if you have a baby with sensitive skin or even eczema, you know how difficult it is when they develop diaper rash. I used to uh, babysit little babies. And when I did, uh, the changing of the diapers was uh, always a treat and a trip. So, but enter Coterie. Coterie diapers and wipes are made with the most gentle and safe materials, hypoallergenic, right? To help keep your baby comfortable and you at ease. Coterie is the highest performing diaper on the market for infants and toddlers with up to two times more liquid capacity and up to four times faster moisture wicking versus other brands. Moisture wicking means pee away from body, away from baby, uh, in the, I was in, about to ask you what moisture wicking was, and you answered my question. Thank that's you. That's it. Coterie diapers are made with clothing grade material, giving your baby cashmere-like feel. Very glamorous. Uh, so they they're more comfortable for longer. You know that's what you want with the kit, right? So day and night. So Coterie has been awarded best diaper and wipes by both the bump. Remember that? And that's a that's a big deal. And parents, yes, a that deal. is a big yeah. deal. I wish they'd been around when my kid was. Uh, I just I I didn't diaper him. I just let him shit all over the place, <laughs> which is why I I didn't get my security deposit back. But you know that's what? That's why he, that's why he has a two point seven five. So here's the call to action. <laughs> He's not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Coterie is partnering with the the Jackie and Lori show to offer you twenty percent off your first order plus free shipping. So order big. 
because that's 20% off the first time. So go to Coterie.com and enter the promo code, which is Jackie Laurie, at checkout to get your discounted order today. It's Coterie. And Coterie is spelled C-O-T-E-R-I-E.com and the promo code Jackie Laurie for 20% off and free shipping. So Coterie.com and promo code Jackie Laurie. So if you're looking for a sturdy hypoallergenic diaper, that excels at preventing major blowouts and diaper rashes, uh, wicks away moisture while they sleep. Coterie diapers are worth the investment. So go to Coterie.com, promo code Jackie Laurie. No slash. Yeah, just a code. Just a code, which is our names. (laughs) Do it. And comic of the week, new addition. New addition to the thread. To the chat. To the yeah, to the chat, which is uh, Jasmine C. Ellis. I thought we had already done. I swear, I thought we'd done her, but I was right. searching your name. I couldn't find it. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. And so she's great. She has a dry bar, right? Yeah, yeah, she does. And, and uh, super funny, really smart, uh, super cute, uh, like like likable, like super charming. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's Jasmine, like the word Jasmine, and she's going with a with an initial, I believe, right, Kyle, on her Twitter. Yes. Jasmine, uh, Jasmine C. Ellis. C. Ellis. E-L-L-I-S. C is yeah. cat. I oh, yeah. She, her middle uh, name is cat. No, but the chat's been blowing up recently since she joined. So yep. uh, it's been a lot of fun. She's on a fire. Of, a lot of good goss from all the ladies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good um, times. Did I tell you about the Copenhagen Hotel last week? Nope. Oh, Not my God. Been. We had a layover in Copenhagen on the way back 11 hours. Ooh. And because uh, we flew Scandinavian, right? It was the cheapest one. And um, uh, they have a hotel that's right next to the airport. Like there's there's official signs in airport language how to get to the hotel. It's a, it's like part of it, you know? Okay. Uh, you just walk outdoors a little bit. You're allowed to take this giant cart with all your luggage. Okay. It felt like a party hotel. Like we got there at like midnight, one in the morning. The lounge is packed. You know, right. and uh, they're serving drinks. It's a 24-hour situation. Yeah. And we had got bumped up to suites, and was, at, which were beautiful, but it was still incredibly small. Like, I couldn't believe. I'm like, I wonder what the what we were originally <laughs> in. But um, really cool room, but it was so convenient. And maybe that's why they have 11-hour layovers there, so they can, you know, feed people into this hotel. But it was nice and very Danish and... The meal, the one meal we had was so expensive. I was like, wow, I don't know that I can, uh, this would not be the first place. Denmark would not be the first place I'd visit the next time I go to Europe. It seems really pricey. What was the food? What was the food like? Just like sandwiches and stuff. It was a, it was a, I think because it's a layover hotel that you've, you've got people coming in from everywhere. So it's just, it was pretty basic stuff, you know? I realized in the course of the last week that we didn't talk about the food in Spain at all. Did you, what was your favorite meals? What did you get to, did you, were there, did you have fish? Was there tapas? Talk to me. What was, was the, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had. 7-Eleven? What did you do? Triangle sandwich? What's happening? We had, <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I like my apples. I know. Uh, yeah, I we, I'm terrified to ask. We did a lot of cooking in the Airbnbs, uh, but also we had. I thought. Did I? I don't know if I told you this. We had a lot of trouble finding restaurants that were open. Right. Because, you told me that because of okay. siesta time and yeah, trying I to mean, figure out. 
Yeah, so there was a point where we just gave up and uh, we're like, we'll just have crackers back in our... But there was a couple meals. We had one... Okay, so first night we flew into Barcelona and we stayed in a hostel in Barcelona because I... at my suggestion, because I didn't think we should drive an hour after flying 13 or whatever right, fair to our, so a destination in the dark. Right. Um, and uh, so we went to a, uh, a, a nice restaurant that felt locals only. And it took about an hour to get um, someone to take our order. <laughs> and, then, right. and then the meal took forever, but, you know, we're like, the, I was guess it delicious? Do it. it was delicious. I don't remember much about it, but it, there was meat involved. And also <laughs> what was all the grocery stores we went into every place that served meat would show uh, the leg of the animal plus the hoof. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Uh, and to the point where the meat was starting to look sexy because it looked like it had on high heels. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I wasn't used to that. And they do, they do, uh, serve rabbit in grocery yeah. stores. It's like just meat. And it's a lot easier to get a little yeah. rabbit. Yeah. And uh, in LA, you have to go to like a boutique. Uh, I won't. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I made rabbit uh, probably a year and a half ago and it was okay. It tasted mm-hmm. like rabbit. And I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm I, not I, an amazing well, you know, I could tell you it tasted like chicken, but it doesn't. Uh, it just, it's slightly gamier and it's, uh, and it's perfectly fine. There's not a lot of meat on a rabbit. Yeah. So I want, I want someone who knows what the hell they're doing to make me a rabbit. Uh, it isn't me. I'm not the person, you know, if you give me a, you know, a, a cup of red wine and a rabbit and an onion, yes, I could make a small rabbit stew and then, you know, me and Gollum and Sam, Samwise will dash off and have, have a little rabbit, but, uh, it's I, not, you just I'm trailed not, off into fantasy talk and I don't even know what I'm saying. Sure did. Why don't you get your son out here? I'll give an opinion about how there aren't enough women in Lord of the Rings. Anyway. <laughs> But uh, uh, you reminded me that when we when we flew to Albany, we had a six hour layover that they kept Southwest kept delaying our flight, kept delaying our flight. And as we and and we were in the worst airport and LAX is bad. It's awful. It's unbelievable. Uh, It isn't unbelievable. It's fine compared to the in my opinion, without all the information, this Matter of fact, you should get your son to watch this statement. Mi- Chicago Midway, worst airport ever. And uh, it's a terrible airport. Uh, okay. It's Nothing's open. Right. What time did you get there? We got there, um, I think, in the morning. Oh, and stuff was closed they, in the morning? Yeah, yeah. And, and they've done this thing with Midway where they've put restaurants in the walkways. So there's, and then there's seating on either side, but there's nowhere to walk. And in the seating areas, there's really nowhere to sort of chill, right? Mm, they have just weird. Flashbacks. Oh, it is bad. It is, it is napalm in the morning. It is a terrible, terrible idea. And um, every time we were at an airport and I spent another $30, I was like, if I would have added to this to get us to go Delta, we could have been in the Sky Club. <laughs> You know what, Jackie? My okay, my son's father paid for the entire trip. Oh wow. Yes. And he uh he has like a and one of the Amex car like he did like you yeah. where, where it's an Amex or one of them where Points it gets and- you lounge access anywhere. Yeah. And so uh 
we were on the way out, we went to the Copenhagen lounge and they just right. had like giant, they had, fur, they had couches, but they're basically beds. Yeah. And we all just laid out on them for, mm-hmm. you know, a couple hours and, uh, lounges at uh, LAX lounges mm-hmm. at the Barcelona airport. I mean, I haven't been part of airport lounge life. I've just dealt with what I've been oh. given, but I'm, that really made me go, wow, maybe I should yeah. spend a little money because yeah. you save a lot by not buying food. You really do. You save all of the money by not buying food and by getting free luggage. Yeah. So in, in the end it pays for itself. Mm-hmm. And it is not cheap. And the thing is, is it is a place of privilege where you could pay for something at the beginning of the year to yeah. save that money in the, in the long run. So, but if you could come up with $500 a year for one of these credit cards, and that's how much it costs, you end up with free luggage. And oftentimes with the Delta Amex card, you get free lounge. And with the, if you get the, the Chase Sapphire card, you get something called priority pass, which is what your son's uh, dad might have. Padre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's priority pass. There's lounges and I've, and I've used one in the last year cause I've gone a lot more Southwest. Yeah. But the priority pass lounges are harder to find than Delta, than Delta lounges. But I also feel like, like, okay. So air travel is really crazy this summer. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're canceling tons of flights. I feel I, I would, I would imagine a lot more comedians are going to be stranded at airports for a longer amounts of time. And it might be a good investment to be able mm-hmm. to go to a lounge if you're connecting. As well. Right. Cause there's at least free coffee and, and, you know, fruit. yeah, fruit and, and food, some food and some, and, and, a, and a definitely a dedicated outlet. Yeah. And kind of yeah. a place where you can a little bit sack out and be quiet, you yeah. know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's, uh, the, they're on, on that first flight. They needed one person to wait. And if we could have waited, I would have taken it because it was, they would refund your ticket on Southwest and give you a $600 oh, wow. credit. And, um, but you had to wait and they were, and they said you could probably get there the same time that day. That's, but you, you couldn't chance it. Yeah, I couldn't chance it. We're just like, but because the flight just kept getting delayed, 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 we didn't get to the hotel until after midnight. So they didn't charge us for the first night at the hotel, which is oh, weird. That is weird. Yeah. The, usually they're just like, well, so they kind of let you check in uh, 12 hours earlier than normal. <laughs> right. Right. The earliest of all check-ins hmm. and um, which is, uh, which has been really great. And then, and then we've been in Yarmouth for, um, for for like four days now. So, and that's been really incredibly uh, just comfortable and just, it's nice to sleep it out. It's nice to, it's, it's been very relaxing, which is good because we needed it. Will you, oh, go ahead. Just because, you know, I have a lot of drama right now in my life. You do. You both do. You both are having huge, uh, a huge life change. As, yeah. as is your mother-in-law and it's mm-hmm. a lot to experience together. Yes. And there's, there's other stuff going on too. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've been as patient as I can be. And, um, it's just been literally trying to <clears throat> not freak out. Um, friend of mine sent me a hippie book from the thirties. Yeah. And, uh, and I read it and it is, <laughs> it is, it's a little Jesus-y for those who can't take it. Uh, but it's a, a, a philosopher called Emmett Fox. Mm-hmm. I've and heard it's of a, that guy. Yeah, I've heard of him too. So it's a, and it's a little bit of the, 
you know, the music man, the think system. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and a little bit the secret mm-hmm. and it's, a, and it's a little Jesus-y, but all together, you know, who doesn't want to get a rose quartz and shout at the moon. So uh, <laughs> I'm on board. I'll do whatever you want me to do as long as I can have a full night's sleep. How about that? Yes. To answer your question, I, we had a lot of sangrias. In there you go. That's, <laughs> let's get back to that. Because the, the, like the chef's not here, but the, like for, the bartenders are on 24 <laughs> seven in that country. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Um, and uh, was it better sangria than you've had here in the United States? I don't know that I've ever had it here in the United States. So, okay. Yeah. I'm not a big drinker, Jackie. I know it. Um, I know it. You're, 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 you're excited when you decide to microdose. <laughs> no, you're just like, I'm thinking about microdosing four days from now. Let's talk <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's, it's a sign of a sanity. And it's one of the things I like. about you. <laughs> so. um, you sent me, you sent uh, all of us uh, uh, the uh, a screenshot of the tweet of the club owner uh, who owns many clubs. That wasn't me. Oh, Somebody else you? said that to the thread, oh. to the ch- to the chat, and but I commented on it because that club owner was trying to book somebody who was like a YouTube, but not even a comic, right? No, like a yeah, like let me teach you how to do comedy so you can headline all my rooms, and right. let me continue not to book Lori Kilmartin at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> right. <sighs> Right, Jackie. It's so tiresome. They would it's... rather have non-comics headlining their rooms. Like, They'd rather okay, find just... a white dude who's not a comic. Yeah, or or anyone who's. You could get. I swear to God, if Amber Heard could memorize an hour of dialogue that had some punchlines in it, she could headline everywhere and make a fuck of a lot of money, and a lot of people would book her. Like, are are you? I understand clubs need money. They have to get some income, but are you, if you're going out of your way to train non-comics to be stand-ups, what are you doing? You yeah, have, just, you, why are you in this business? Just open a li- liquor store. That's literally, yeah. I don't understand why they're in this, the entertainment industry. If they don't like the, the people that are in that business. industry. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that are, like, it'd be like saying I have a cabaret where I hire jazz singers but I'd rather teach people how to sing jazz than to hire the people that have been working on it for 15 to 35 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It was, that was really depressing. Uh, yeah, I needed to walk brutal. after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was pretty brutal. And that's why I sort of subtweeted about it. Cause I couldn't face. No, cause I, was, I still, if that guy would book me, I would still take the work. Oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't have to be talked to... into working at a comedy club like <laughs> him. He's approaching celebrities on on Twitter. Yeah. If someone could talk me. Yeah. I, I'm. If I could talk him into booking me and I've tried, I've, I've literally tried to talk that guy into booking me. Yeah. And um, it it hasn't worked. He's like, well, we have a front bar that we sometimes book if you want to do a Wednesday, Thursday. And I'm like. No, I, I know. I got the 20? same offer. Let me put you in the room for babies and see how you do. Right. And I, I was like, yeah. I, can't, I don't know how. And then I, then I worry about that. You know, it, it immediately goes to back to, well, maybe it's my fault. I can't fill the room. And then you look at his lineup and you're like, none of these guys are filling the room. Exactly. I know. Yeah. I know these guys aren't filling the room. Yeah. But they're yeah, willing so. to, they're willing to uh, help somebody build a, build a, a following. If, you know, maybe they're 30 instead of. 
or they're 50 or 45 50. like we are yeah exactly <laughs> finally but now I, now we have to worry about people going oh do we even want to invest in these these uh comedians that are uh age x because we can't count on them to uh bring us income for 30 more years oh really guess what i'm gonna live a long time out of spite and half your lineup is gonna overdose before they're 40 so fuck you and you should have invested in me that's it that's it you just uh yeah i i it worked with rich miller and the austin comedy club uh club mm-hmm uh, where I finally, after six years of sending him my avails, he, we've talked about this, but he did book me for, he booked me like, I think it was once a year for three years, trying to build my, just to say, well, let's try it. And he did it for three years and then he was done because it didn't work. And I was like, you're not even there. If you hate my standup, you're the, 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 the club likes it. The, the staff is on my side. You shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. You know, but but when was this happening too? like, was this pre Twitter and pre podcast and stuff like that? I think it would have been 2018, maybe. No, oh, really? No, it oh, might have okay. been. No, it might have been. It might have been 2010. It might have been 2012. Yeah, I thought I don't I thought Rich hadn't been booking. I don't know. I, I kind of uh, but we were doing there, this. But... So it's in the last yeah. six years. Oh, really? OK. All right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's do another break. A man was walking along a beach which represented his life. At his feet were two sets of footprints, his and God's. But looking back down the beach, the man could see that in the hardest parts of his life, there was only one set of footprints. So the man said to God, Why is there only one set of footprints when times were hard? Where were you? And God replied, My precious child, I was in my car, listening to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is a multi-award-winning comedy podcast and you can find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. What do you got this week? This week, uh, local spots in Los Angeles. I am working on, uh, I do have like a little writing deadline, which is really helping me. Good. (sighs) Like I need... (laughs) Structure. Structure, sadly. I need structure. I have more ideas on other projects when I'm working on a certain project. Yeah. And yeah. when I, when it's all open, I can barely get out of bed, you know? Right. So, you need a dedicated project to get you out of bed. Yeah. And then you can work on your, like the other stuff that yeah. you're interested in. That's yeah. Now this, this is all maybe money, but I mean, you know, at least it's like, here's this deadline for this thing. And we're going to, you know, this, my writing partner and I are pitching things mm-hmm. and it's like, it's deadlines that could turn into something, but that really helps as opposed to me just being by myself going, I need to finish my novel. Like I can't, I, can't, I don't know. I can't do it like that, but maybe if I, you know, if something solid is happening in my life, you know, nine to 6 PM, then part of my brain is like, I got to write like on something for me, you know, and then I get right, right. shit done. I don't know. Why yeah. can't I take advantage of what I have, which is free time? But whatever. I right now it's it's okay because that's I, not how it's working. Yeah, it's not how it works for me, and I it, it really helps to you know just go right from this time to this time. I'm gonna work on this thing, no matter whether I'm actually writing on it or I'm just watching things that are associated with it. Um, it I don't know. It just really helps me to. That's yeah. 
I mean, that's it, it, it's just it's 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 your process, and there's nothing. It's hard to change your process, especially if it's something that's kind of worked for the last dozen years. Didn't you do a set though at Comedy and Magic? Oh yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's cool. I need to call. Uh, I need to see if Richard would book me, and then because yeah. I'm going to be in um, town when back. I get back. Yeah, when I get back, and then Ice House is supposed to open up any day now, and uh, that'll be cool. Yeah, um, I had I had a Friday where uh, I had uh, comedy magic at eight PM, mm-hmm. and then flappers at ten, nice. and then Saturday. Oh, this is Nicole Blaine and her husband Mickey just opened a club in right Santa near the Santa Monica train station. There, it's like in, inside some city owned uh, buildings, and she had to get. It's it's really it's it's um, once you find it and figure out mm-hmm. where to you know there's tons of parking and. It's oh, it's real, cool. it's a great little place yeah. that they completely took over and decorated themselves. They she like they have to she and her husband upholstered seventy five chairs. I'm like, what the what? fuck? I know, but um, yeah. So I did it. I did two sets there. One was an early set for kids. Uh, oh, weird. Be- Okay. It was weird. And I said yes, because I am doing a, a set for a, an outdoor park in uh, San Leandro, California, in, in uh, Northern California uh, in July. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to figure out what I'm going to do for kids because this has to be squeaky clean. Right. And uh, I'm so I'm glad I got a little practice set in. And um, and then there was an eight o'clock show that was for, you know, adults, right. thankfully. Right. And then um, then I was at the improv after that for a 10 o'clock show. So I had a busy weekend, Jackie. That's what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday, a lot of driving. A couple of sets each night. Mm-hmm. A lot of driving, a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw yeah. Steph Tolov was so funny at the improv. Oh, man. she And, and you know, she did, she was on Bill Burr's uh, Presents, right? Like, Comics okay. to Kill. And hers is like the breakout set, I think. It seems like okay. from, from what I'm seeing on the internet. And uh, okay. I've worked with her twice in the last week. I did... Did I do Women Crush Wednesday? Or I did something at the at the lab with her. And when she goes on stage, people know who she is now. Like there's oh, wow. little screams. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's kind of cool. It, it reminds me of Jackie Fabulous right after America's Got Talent. And I saw oh, right. her at, at Hermosa and people screamed when she came out. It was pretty Oh, cool. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, and she was hilarious uh, last night with some very sarcastic little digs on stage. Right, but and it was mostly inside baseball too, right? It was no. kind of no, no, just no, no, no. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Wasn't she talking about uh, comics? Was uh, it comedy about just comics? one? Yeah, just one, just one little line. But the rest of her set was really funny as well. Oh, yes, there you yes, go. yes, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. No, she killed. It was very outside baseball. The whole, okay. everyone loved it. It was just entirely baseball. It was yeah, just a game right. of baseball, Jack. Yeah, inside, outside. Yeah. Yeah. She was yeah. in uniform. She was doing the job. Good what her. I'm saying is Steph Talov is killing it. She's having a moment. She's riding some momentum. And she's meeting that momentum with all of her ability, which is really exciting to see. Sometimes people get a push and they're freaked out and they don't know how to handle it. But right. you've got someone that's been doing it a long time, and she's really good, and she's she's uh, meeting uh, she's meeting that energy, and uh, it's 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 exciting. Yeah, so it's it's always interesting because when you get the opportunity, if you can rise to that occasion, mm-hmm. and and it's um, and it's cool to see someone do it. So that's neat. I, yep, I can't yep, wait yep. to. 
to watch her set when I get to get back to town. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, other than that, I am uh, I am kind of I'm looking forward to the Brian weekend because I want to see the new stuff. Like I, I always love seeing his new stuff. Yeah. And um, and then. And then I don't I don't know where I am. Like this was June, right? This was my I think this was my only week in June that I was doing. This month so, has just been bad paid comedy wise for me. Yeah. yeah. Um I I uh I'm gonna fly into Cincinnati a day early because yeah. the flights were so expensive to get there in time for the show. Yeah. So I'm flying in. I'm going to fly in on, on the Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. In, in July, I only have one weekend as well. And it's the weekend uh, of our birthday. So I'm doing acne in Minneapolis. So. Oh. Yeah. I think here's my, I think uh, this is a blip with these crazy airfares this summer. People are, are probably going to stop so. traveling as much because mm-hmm. everything's so expensive right now. People cut back on travel and stuff like that. So the airfares will probably come down a bit, but this summer's airfares have been ridiculous. Like yeah. they, the cl- whatever the clubs are giving does not come close to what the airfare is costing. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. And and we're lucky that the clubs are giving us anything. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, if you're featuring or whatever, I, I don't need, I mean. And how can you drive with gasping? I mean the whole. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yep. it's, uh, it's really devastating for a lot of comics right now. I think it's a lot of. It's a hard row. So buy merch, you guys. So if you go to the shows, yes. feel free to buy some merch. Yeah. Uh, guess and, what? Uh, My prices have not been adjusted for inflation. My prices are as if we were still getting 2% on uh, mortgages. So yeah, you know what? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and my Venmo is Jackie Cation. So you help yourself. Knock yourself out, folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, okay. We're not going to... We're not going to end this podcast throwing out our Venmos. I mean, how no, we haven't fallen mad. that far. <laughs> oh my God. Come on, guys. Come on. Uh, yeah, I think you're, uh, but we have another seven minutes, so I'm not too, uh, we're not ending the show on this. So what did, oh, I did have some new material I was working on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was, ta- I was talking to a, um, a lawyer the other day and he said something very funny that I actually wrote down. He said, he was talking about how he, um, was he, it was, he was talking about, I think he was talking about Midway airport. He said at one point he felt like he was sitting in the middle of Sarajevo. <laughs> what a great reference, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what, uh, that's that story. You got one? Um, <laughs> Jackie, you can, you can make a little comment without then doing a review of your comment that actually takes longer than the comment. Uh, no, the review is a nice clock eater. Come on. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I tried to do my my Dune joke the other night uh, at Flappers to uh, polite stairs, mostly. Just polite stairs. So I, I think it just needs to be tightened up. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, I've got some, I, I don't have brand new chunks now. I have newest chunks that I'm tightening up now and figuring out That's what to cool. get rid of. So they're getting shorter. Um, and there's also, there's a couple bits I haven't done since before Barcelona that I'm like, I don't even know what these words mean. When I look at them right. in my notebook, I'm like, yeah. what, who, what is this? So I have to, What's this have to go back to listen to like six week old sets to, to get yeah. some stuff. Um, yeah, uh, I have, uh, you know, I have, I'm going to Denver and Montreal. My, I have a lot of out of town work in, in July 
and uh, it's it's oh, a lot right. to so July's organize. Your big one. Yeah, yeah, with my son, who's he, I feel like so he's fifteen and a half, but he's like a young fifteen and a half, you know. Well, uh, and he doesn't like staying by himself, right? No, he doesn't. That's right. Here's the thing: when I was when I was raised, and maybe you were raised, we. Uh, every teenager fucking hated their parents and wanted to get out as quickly as possible. Right. And everyone was a hoodlum. There were tons of like, like our next door neighbor was, you know, I was like, he listens to queen, but it was, but you know what? <laughs> they had some dirty songs. It, it's not all, you know, we are the champions. Some of it was like real <laughs> dirty, but like, it, but there was like these older teenage guys that were just like, you know, rowdy and stuff, you know, and, and I, and now I think, I don't know, it's, we're all kind of helicopter parenting anyway, but, but just being home and everyone just being like in their, as a little unit in their little house, these are different kids. They're very different from uh, their previous generations. So anyway, my point is, is I would have been like, had my parents offered to not be home when I was 15, not that I was going to party, but just to like not be near them, I would be so excited. Right. But, but you also had a sibling, right? And I had five siblings. Right. So, yeah, that's true. So he's, yeah. he would be, you, yeah. He would be solo with the dog. And so he would yeah. have to, you know, take care of, yeah. he would have to organize his own food and everything and have no <laughs> one to bounce anything off of. Right. Right. So, so. no, I'm saying is it's not even possible for a night. Which, yeah. Where with me, it would have been possible for one night. I would never leave my home, my son home for like two weeks. Oh, ridiculous. Right. But, but part of me is like, yeah, but, you know, in two years, he'll almost be 18, you know, mm -hmm. and then like, I only have to worry about all these logistics for two years, two for and a half years. For the last six years, years you've been saying. It's just eight <laughs> more years. It's literally seven more years. Just in like six and a half yeah the the and you you are experiencing this this a little bit that having to figure out what to do with somebody else so that you can do your job is yep. stressful mm -hmm. you know and and promises to become more complicated every day so yes but so be it you know i guess and um there was like when i was just before i it became a parent and it was just me you know, mm -hmm. I'll just fucking go if I feel like it. Oh, those were great days, Jackie. Right, maybe, the one and maybe day those that days you lived alone. Again. Yeah, the one that, day I lived you alone. Lived alone. <laughs> Please write that book. Please write that. <laughs> it's twenty-four chapters about <laughs> one chapter about each hour I was alone in a place. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> it's just like I had my own apartment. I went into the kitchen. Everything was where I left it. And it was, it was all my stuff and only my mine. food. Oh. <laughs> Actually, because I had just gotten the apartment, I didn't even have furniture in it. So I did. I was I was alone for one night, like sleeping on the floor. It wasn't. Wow. Even, you yeah. were a bail comic. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, I'm still laughing that your comic that you listened to growing up was Zig Ziglar. That made <laughs> me laugh like six times since you you said it. Innocently oh, yeah. on the podcast. Well, sell the sizzle, not the steak. I, that's got to be an hour, Kyle. We got like two minutes left. No, pepper a little bit more in here. Interesting, interesting. Hey, right. I have incredible news. I'm almost my... done with my notebook. Yes, Jackie. I actually have something I wanted to talk about this that I've real. written down. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. My knee is better. 
Okay. Right. I haven't been able to do breaststroke kick since November. And that's my, it's that it's my stroke. It's what mm-hmm. I do. I do the other strokes just to like keep, you know, in touch with them, but I don't really have anything <laughs> invested in freestyle just to okay. do, get the yardage up a little bit. Don't give yep. a shit about back butterfly breaststroke. I'm still good at it. The other ones I'm not, I'm still good at it. And I couldn't do it because my knee hurts so much. It's a, it's the frog kick. Okay. Okay. And the two weeks off from swimming in Barcelona and, uh, mostly that really, uh, fixed my knee. And so That's I a- did full breaststroke, uh, kicks this weekend and I was crying with happiness in the pool. Well, and no one could tell because you were in water. <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.